bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in coronavirus politics like we're talking about reality TV. Happy Memorial Day. <laughs> meow. Meow. Thank you. And you as well. We deserve it. We do. We deserve it. We've served. We're on the front lines. We're on the front lines. Of all of it. Of all of life. All of it? Of life. Of sleeping, of laying, <laughs> yeah, of standing, yeah. of sweating. Walking to the kitchen, <laughs> opening the fridge, making too much food, making not enough food, eating all the time. Then feeling gross, then complaining about mm-hmm. feeling gross, yep. then being mad. Then working out one time in a week. Right. Then sweating and saying the heat's shutting me down. <laughs> then saying your neighbors are shutting me down. Yeah. Then saying the TV isn't right. Getting foxtails all over my shirt and tits. <laughs> there are definitely foxtails overtaking mm, 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 us oh my god i mean i just find them if you don't know what those are they're just i don't even know they're just a weed and they're pokey and they end up in all of your clothes and they're, they're thorns. terrible they're thorns and they're in all of the animals fur they're in all of our socks they're yeah, everywhere they're awful and but you know what we should honor those this is about veterans no that's veterans day what is memorial day about oh it's about isn't it about people who died and veterans i believe no. it's the memorial oh. of people who have died oh, okay. in war so it's like veterans but the ones that have died right the fallen mm. as well, they say we should think about that and honor that it did seem like a a heavier memorial day if you will yeah normally i guess on memorial day people might go to like arlington cemetery and you know do all that kind of stuff you know yeah I um, think that's what Joe Biden and Jill did. Oh, they came out the basement and they went to the yeah. cemetery. Good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. They came out in Delaware. That's in- they could drive oh, to Virginia. They could drive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so okay, and then of course now we're memorializing those who have fallen to the to the CV. Well, is it anyone who's ever died? I thought it was about war. Okay, but I think well, CV is kind could. of a war. You know, true. It's kind and, of a war, and people could, I guess, for Memorial Day, make it a memorial for. Whoever they Whoever. want. Yeah. And we should memorialize and make the heroes, the people who have, who have, who gave their lives for the CV war. Cause it is a war and it's pretty fucked up, you know, and they didn't enlist. They were conscientious objectors. That's true. But there was, a, there were a few who went out to fight the war, particularly the one who got murdered and killed <laughs> in the country of China by his government because yeah. he wanted to let everyone know that the war was coming. But he's Chinese as in a, his Chinese, not Chinese American. He's China Chinese. Correct. So our Memorial Day doesn't count other. Oh, people oh, we don't do things. global Memorial yeah, Day. Don't, no, this is for us. This oh, it's for America. For okay. Well, we did get some in our uh, foxtail depression. Yeah. 
and complaining. Mm-hmm. We did get some lovely postcards for the drug den. We did slash podcast studio we bulletin did. board. We did. We did. It's really, really about filled up, but that doesn't mean we won't keep taking them. That's true. It really is about to. I don't know. We're going to have to. I think we'll go above put another one above. Okay, yeah. yeah, we'll go mm-hmm. above. Okay. okay, just to the wall. I see. Because mm-hmm. at that point, so you think the name is pronounced Maggie <laughs> Ritholler? Uh, that's my guess. Maggie Ritholler. That's my guess. Now I love the name Maggie, as you know, meow meow. Mm-hmm. I did name one of. Um, the characters we fashioned after me mm-hmm. in what gay baby army mm-hmm. is named Maggie. Correct. So I love that name. It's close to my heart. This particular girl bought one of our shirts, the one that says drugs, right? Um, drugs period. And took a picture of it and posted it on Instagram. And then underneath in her caption wrote pharmaceuticals. <laughs> and I've loved her. I love her. So she sent us the picture and a letter. Here's what she said. Julie and Brandy finally somewhat getting my shit together and sending my pick for the board. Hopefully there's room on the extender. She clearly listens quite a bit. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to send a pick in my drug shirt because it's my very favorite item. I was going to take one in my I don't need your notes, babe shirt, but I spilled chocolate martini on it and haven't washed it. Oops. Anyway, I want to agree with whoever said they have y'all playing eight hours a day. Thank you for constantly keeping me entertained and informed. I'm a Patreon member. I'm a broke teacher, but I raise mine from two to three dollars. Hey, and listen to DGP religiously. Your friendship is inspiring and I love you, ladies. XO Maggie Ritholler, I'm guessing. She's a Spanish teacher from Chicago and she bought the drugs shirt. So (laughs) I think that's where we're at. In society, and mm-hmm. I couldn't be happier about it. Whoever has her as a teacher is lucky. Very lucky. And I wish that I had a teacher <laughs> who, who could teach me freaking Spanish. I know. But you, and she probably thinks your Spanish is good. You know what? It All it is, you know what? All I need is someone to speak Spanish with, and then I would be able to do it. But I love that she didn't even mention it, too. She just didn't even give a fuck about Spanish, and that's what's great when people don't care about their jobs. You know, not <laughs> that's not what I mean, Maggie, but you know what I mean. I know. My uncle was a Spanish teacher, and God, if I would have ever even known it. Which uncle? Paul. No! You never told me that! Yeah, he taught French and Spanish to junior, wow. junior high. Oh, my God! Mm-hmm. Well, what a wasted opportunity for you being narcissistic and self-involved <laughs> as a child. That is so wow, true. He spoke fluent French. He spoke fluent Spanish. I wouldn't I don't think he spoke fluent French. I remember asking him, but he could teach it. And that that also says a lot about society. Yeah, but he loved Spanish shit. He was like obsessed with like well, you know what? bullfighters. Happy and stuff. Memorial Day to Uncle Paul. Yeah, because he did die. He did die. So he did die. You know what? Yeah. That's who we'll celebrate. Uncle Paul right okay. now. And he taught Spanish and he taught French and he taught me about Tom of Finland and gay guy <laughs> stuff. Well, you know what, Maggie? Your sexy little ass just brought something out that I didn't know. And I feel like I could ro- write Uncle Paul's um, biography, <laughs> quite frankly. So I cannot fucking believe that he was a Spanish teacher. And I just love that. And I love that we're talking about him on Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Me as well. And if you want to hear us talk about other things that randomly pop up, you should join our Patreon. <laughs> that don't matter. Yeah, you should join. <laughs> exactly. Just go to patreon.com slash politics and you can get one podcast for one dollar or two podcasts for two dollars it's really that simple we don't talk politics we don't we just we don't really talk about anything yeah it's a it's a hot mess but you know and you can get the podcasts are per week so Mm -hmm. there's a lot a lot a lot of back catalog for (laughs) you 
and um, songs made up on the spot, poetry, spoken word, dance moves, aerobics. Earlier today, you were doing your own Corona commercials mm-hmm. about we're in it together with <laughs> piano backing. Well, if you want to buy a shirt, just like Maggie, you can get one that says drugs. You can get one that says I don't need your notes, babe. You can get just our regular podcast shirt. Uh, you can get one that says no one knows I'm gay. Now, the I don't need your notes, babe shirt comes in small, medium, large, extra large, and is the only shirt that we have uh, 2XL and 3XL for your wearing pleasure. We just got those in stock. Those are ready to go. So go to julianbrandy.com and you can find like the the information on how you can order that. It's scratchy. It's a concert tee. It get it's free shipping and will come with cat hair and corona all <laughs> on it. So I wear them constantly, constantly, constantly. And that is the truth. Now, who else sent us pictures? Oh, who do I see? I see Christoph. Christoph sent a picture. Uh basically Christoph sent a picture postcard for the bulletin board. He said the following you two bring me so many laughs that i am immediately transported to the drug den and then here you are christoph no last name just christoph one word christoph. one name like share or christoph waltz or uh-huh. <laughs> even though or he has christopher, two names that's true or christopher walken nope because that's christopher. oh that's right that's christopher that's not just christoph um or christoph from frozen is his name christoph it is. maybe it's christoph from frozen let it go. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> now, Renessa Chiampa sent us a picture postcard, and she said, this is long overdue. We are so grateful for the laughs and levity you bring us. Thank fucking God for you beautiful bitches. May the gay baby Jesus help us all. Mm, amen. And we are in the picture with Renessa. And um, I got to say, Renessa, I just want you to know, seeing this picture of myself, I wasn't really feeling particularly good that day, but... Compared to how absolutely nasty, nasty woman I've been feeling, she's a nasty, nasty woman. She's a nasty, nasty witch that walks and haunts the neighborhood. (laughs) I'm like, get it together, Howard. Get it together. Okay, so this this postcard, it was a twofer because we're going to have you guys on the bulletin board. And it also inspired me to get it together. Seriously. (sighs) Um, Now... Sam Bomer sent us a picture postcard. It says, Julian Brandy, your podcast has genuinely brought so much laughter, light, and gay glory into my life. Your friendship, comedy, and righteous anger continuously make my week. With the amazing Regular Weed podcast, don't worry, I'm also a $2 Patreon subscriber. Thank God. (laughs) I've been meaning to write forever, but now that the world has been put on pause, I thought I would. Well, thank you, Sam Bomer. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm glad Sam's a subscriber. Do you think he's related to your truest love of the world? Matt Bomer. <laughs> uh-huh. We can only hope. Now, we're not sure if Sam is what pronoun Sam prefers because Sam is covering their face <laughs> with a big sign from an Elizabeth Warren rally. So uh-huh. we can only see hands and eyes. We have no idea uh, who is behind there. We see short hair, maybe a sliver. So we don't exactly know, but... Um, it's going up because it's kind of like having basically Elizabeth Warren send us a postcard, right. you know? Which, okay, that's how I'm going to put that down that it's Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> yeah. Thank um, you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. And finally, Maureen from uh, NYC sent us a thank you card from her recent wedding. She said, Dear J&B, hey guys, I'm Maureen. And the guy in the front of this card is my new husband, Alex. 
as opposed to my old husband. <laughs> we were lucky enough to get married just before the world exploded. I've been listening to you guys since almost the beginning, not an original 14, but very close, and you never fail to put a smile on my face. Thank you for the laughs, the stories, and the celebrity tea. No need to ever re-record because it's all gold. <laughs> I hope you know how important you are. I love you both, and thank you again. Well, now, meow, meow, why is Maureen saying no need to ever record? Um, for those of you that listen, re -re you, you already know. For those of you who don't, you might uh, hear Brandy basically ask every episode, should we re-record this? Because <laughs> she thinks it's they're terrible. all garbage. Right. So... <laughs> And uh, we have re-recorded a few. We have. That needed to go. We did. We did have to. And you know I can they be cavalier. I can be cavalier and be like, it's fine. Well, sometimes they're offensive. And so right. then I insist. And then, right. But then I know if I'm just like, should we re-record that and afterward, too? And then Julie will be like, yeah, I could re-record it. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> if I say yes, then yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, because this bitch, she will send a poo down the conveyor belt. Like, oh, yeah. that looks like a toy. Yeah. Send it down. <laughs> I did that fine. Now, That's Maureen correct. sent us a thank you card. Mm -hmm. What do you think we got Maureen and Alex for their wedding? Mm -hmm. It looks like, where is this? Do you think this is the, you know, it is East Coast. She's she's a nurse um, in NYC. Right. She's full coronaing it up. Right. Just frontline worker hero. She's right. a hero. She's front lines. Okay. So they're here at some beautiful they look like they come from money. This is just what we want, Maureen. <laughs> Don't destroy my dreams. They're walking out of their castle that's in right. the outskirts of Provence. And um, you know, they're gonna go to their summer home on Lake Cuomo where they dine with George Clooney all the yes. time. Yes, and they, then they talk. I call Maureen, and she talks shit about them all, and I go, thank you. Knew it. <laughs> now, and then Alex and George make sweet, beautiful love on Lake Cuomo. <laughs> Sorry, Maureen. Our fantasies are our fantasies. I think we argued about it, uh, and I wanted to spend 200 Mm-hmm. but what I wanted to get was dumb. Like, say it was, like, two dumb knives okay. a knife set mm -hmm. to like put cheese when people have wine who knows and then you wanted to spend less but you're like but for a hundred we can get them two cashmere pillowcases <laughs> and so that's that's where we went there right did we decide what we're gonna do i'm not sure i think we probably went with the less money right to get the two cashmere pillowcases right and then engraved <laughs> right Mm -hmm. A and M or A M and then say Alex's last name is or to be like hers and hers, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's his, but it's hers because he's hers. Ah, well, it's a classy, classy thank you card. It really wedding. is. It looks very, very lovely. <sighs> OK, well, <laughs> now it's time for our new replacement segment called the shitty week in Corona. Government, let me tell y'all motherfuckers something. I don't know what the fuck this coronavirus is about. I don't understand how that shit was from Wuhan, China. Now all of a sudden this shit is a motherfucking tour. And let me tell y'all something. I even go up front. A bitch is scared. I'm a little scared, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, shit got me panicking. And a lot of you motherfuckers think it's a joke, kiki, 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 like I was thinking, right? But that shit right there, just because you think you immune to it, guess what? Your pocket ain't, bitch, because a lot of shit comes from motherfucking China, bitch. So if you wonder where your motherfucking weave or your fashion over motherfucking packages have arrived, guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus! Coronavirus! Shit is real!
Right. So if you've been listening to this podcast during the time of ShitVid19, then you know that we tabled our usual segment called Eye of the Shitstorm to give you a weekly recap of America's favorite White House press conference comedy, otherwise known as Coronavirus Live. But the press conference show jumped the shark and Corona news is looking like the new normal for this foreseeable future. So until every minute of our lives isn't dictated by this goddamn virus, we're going to start every podcast recapping the shitty week in Corona. Now, just like this whole situation, this segment is going to be messy and depressing. (laughs) Every state has different rules, different taxes, and different problems when it comes to the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. So all we, meaning Julie and I, can really do is talk shit about Trump and make broad, (laughs) sweeping generalizations. Yeah. So... The problem with that is if you're annoyed by some new rule or regulation or if you feel like the rules and regulations aren't being enforced and you don't feel protected or you feel like you aren't getting the unemployment or financial aid that you might need, you should be mad at the governor of your state and the mayor of your county, not Trump, because at this point. Trump doesn't give a shit what they do as long as they keep kissing his ass, which they are all doing because every state needs money badly. Exactly. Right. That's right. So basically, whatever's happening near you isn't caused by by what's by the federal government. It's your state and city and local governments making those choices. Right. Even if a family comes near you and they're not wearing masks that you have to blame your mayor for that. Not necessarily Trump. That said, we can't be going into every state and getting into the nuance. We don't have the time. (laughs) We're lazy. We can't. And we just can't. So so. Who knows? It's bullet points. It's bullet points. It's right bullet points. It could also the new segment could be called bullet points. <laughs> I mean, you know, we can blame Trump for a lot. There's a lot to blame him for. The The fact that we're here is kind of his fault. You know, whatever you could argue, I guess, you know, the whole sort of like if he had acted a week before, blah, blah, blah. But we're, we are where we are. We're not trying to look through the rear view mirror. We're trying to get where we are now and look ahead. So that's why all this blaming or not just the blaming, but this fucking media with their questions of Trump were over. They're not work. They're not helping. No. They're not moving anything forward. They're biased and they're they're pussies, frankly. <laughs> now, <laughs> so here's the week in coronavirus as told by two people who are dead inside. Listen, we tried to avoid the news as long as we could. We did. And we tried to spare you guys from it. But the time has come to shore up our opioid-induced numbness and face the corona. And here goes bullet points. Now, if you didn't know or if you've really not been paying attention, if you're curious as to know what's going on with corona, she's killed 100,000 Americans as of now. That's more than the Vietnam War, Iraq War, Revolutionary War, and the War of 1812 combined. And the (laughs) analogy is important because this is a war. It may have been an accident, but China needs to take some responsibility. They need to take responsibility, but starting with no more wet markets, girl. No more wet markets. Lose your wet markets, girl. Yep. You ruin the world. You ruin the world. You're like whatever the largest percentage of pollu- polluters of pollution of the globe. Your government's communists. They want to take over Hong Kong. That's the, it's they're they're awful. The People's Republic of Communism of China. It's a terrible government. I'm sorry. There's and I'll keep saying it and I don't care. You think it's culturally insensitive. I don't give a fuck. Okay, I don't give a fuck. This isn't about culture. This is about government. This is about government. Okay, you think the culture of Russians. Are you going to be upset that and I say Putin is a terrible 
president and that government is communist and corrupt oh no you're being culturally insensitive you're no no oh why because they're russian <laughs> deal with it this is you have to deal with it deal like when i say they're all hookers <laughs> um, exactly, so, exactly. so the new york times mammy uh, put a thousand names of people that had died on their sunday cover it was just it's like shocking and jarring and was supposed to be and was basically yeah. just meant to make us all feel like shit again and it more. did so what makes me feel like shit it also is that 40 million Americans have mm-hmm. lost their jobs. Right. And um, some notable corpse, some corpse have filed for Corona bankruptcy. Meow. Oh, who? J. Crew. Wow. They- <laughs> okay, um, yeah. And I'm here to let you know uh-huh. they were over, over, overpriced. I got the J. Crew catalog. Here's my two gripes with J. Crew. Okay. I get the J. Crew catalog on the regs. Yeah. Number one. I'm not even lying when I tell you that they had like an $8,000 leather jacket in it at one point. And I was like, what you're going to need to, you are going to need to file for bankruptcy because that's <laughs> offensive. Don't send that in my house. Wow. Two. If you did try to buy something overpriced from them and they were very expensive, J crew. Yeah. It was ne- for whatever was in the catalog was always sold out by the time you called. Oh, so I'm like, you know what? Unsubscribe. So <laughs> J crew gold's gym Neiman's. Neiman's Hertz rental car, JC Penny, Pier One, Dean and DeLuca, also overpriced. True Religion, done anyway. Virgin Australia, <gasps> not the best. We flew it coming back from Australia a couple months ago. We did. Couldn't get a confirmation number. No. Nope. Couldn't pick seats. No. Nope. Trying to put us to Delta. It was hard. I have to say they weren't been they they weren't been doing done good. They were no. It was a, it was a tough. It was not easy. The customer service wasn't there. Yeah. It just wasn't there. Now, lest anyone think that filing for bankruptcy means that all these fucking companies are going to go out of business, it doesn't. It doesn't. That's not what it means. What it means is that all these companies, many of which were being run into the ground, as I just pointed out with J. Crew, right? They will get all of their debt forgiven, and then oh, will J. Crew have bad credit? That will matter. <laughs> That's not like when a, a individual citizen files like for if bankruptcy. I filed for bankruptcy. Right. It would basically just be de- it, would it would ruin my life. It would detonate your credit and it would take a long time and carry a lot of shame. And that's why we love Elizabeth Warren, because she fights for people like that. These companies will on a on whatever state they're based out of and, in, and even just in general in tax, they will tax an already overtaxed system that's already broke. We're mm. all taking free money from the government right. in one way or the no- right. another. And now they are, too. So. <sighs> I wonder, I actually do wonder how many Americans have filed for bankruptcy in this. That's, that's, that's sad. That's sad. That is sad. I mean, really sad. God. And they're all gonna, and then you think this, then you think of like the small, small businesses who are not going to be, who are going to close. They are going to close. They won't even, actually they'll have to pay their debt. Yeah, exactly. Because they won't want to ruin their credit because they'll be like, if I ever start a business again. That's right. That is, I can't even get into like small business owners or I will like lose it. That is where I'll get, it's just awful what's happened to people who spent their lives, you know, you know, all of it. Horrifying. We're dead inside, we're dead inside, dead inside. (laughs) Bullet points. We're dead inside. Bullet points, dead inside. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Ha-cha-cha. Now, many states, including Florida and Georgia. um, Now, this is interesting. Since we're all going into... 
um, you know, people love going down the rabbit hole of Corona death and Corona cases and then all the things with the numbers and the numbers. Because it's like they open too soon. They're not right. open. They did this right. They did this right. wrong. You're wrong. You're d- everyone's death is it's your fault right. because you opened your tattoo parlor and right. shit like that. Right. Well, many states, like I said, including Florida and Georgia, have admitted to releasing inaccurate data, which showed that their cases were going down. So I'm assuming that means that the cases are going up. Or we've we've also heard that Georgia's stabilizing. Um, and then there's p- places like Arizona where they refuse to say which nursing homes mm. had corona deaths because mm. they don't want when this is over for those nursing homes to have like a stigma. Right. Which they probably will because... You should probably take better care of people in your nursing home. But, um, you know, <laughs> so, right. so they're protecting, right. you know, these nursing homes and they don't want to release. Mm. The, the truth is being protected on either side, yeah. whether the cases are going up or even down. Right. You know, there's certain, you know, crazy conspiracy theorists like Candace Owens mm-hmm. or whatever her name is, mm-hmm. um, Kanye's best friend, mm-hmm. who say that um, that the. The cases in New York aren't as high. The death that the, that the New York hospitals claim corona deaths, which really aren't caused by COVID-19 because the hospital, which the hospital system in New York, which was completely, completely in debt and like in an emergency debt, gets more money for each uh, COVID-19 death that mm. they have. So she says that they're inaccurate, inaccurately labeling them in order to get more money. Now, Meow Meow has had some conversations with Cuckoo Coco. Candace Owens, <laughs> who will says it Owens or Owen Owens, I think. Okay, I think who says she'll come on the podcast and then turns around and ignores. Right. So we're playing her games and we will play her games till Corona comes home because <laughs> we want the bitch on the podcast. We love a fucking cuckoo crazy conspiracy. Fearless. Kook. Yeah, fearless, fearless, fearless. She's not afraid. It's clear. It's not a, a matter of fear. She's just clearly like was like, I'm not going to talk to these dumb assholes. <laughs> But she should. But she should. So we're like, we're available every minute of the rest of the year, except for the next five. And she's like, how's the next five? And it's like, okay, yeah, um, yeah, like we do. (laughs) We need a day. Yeah, we need a day, lady. We need a day. So sorry, but we're we're working on it. Um, Yeah, I mean, we're not getting we're not getting the truth in any capacity. So people think China's lying about their numbers, saying they're lower. Right. It's just it's hard to know, you know, it behooves Russia to raise their numbers because it looked looked suspect mm-hmm. when they had hardly any. Right. And it was like, um, <laughs> so then people will be like with India, they'll be like, oh, India's clearly lying because they have very little. And it's right. like, well, it's shady if they have very little. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't believe any of it. I, t- I try not to even look at at whether it's going up or down. I just pretty much just look at right. the deaths, with, which even then, according to the kook. That's being lied about, but I'm trying to focus on like, and I can't even focus on it because whenever I see any of the information, I'm just like, what are the hospitals doing? Are are they going to get enough ventilators? So they have enough beds. They have enough room. Build an extra wing. Get your fucking pandemic wing going. I don't even I don't build an entire new hospital. Build a new Corona. Yeah. Build a little virus wing that's for viruses. Yeah. Do that. Clearly, we need it because we're going to keep doing viruses because we're disgusting and never learn. Right. And nothing's going to change except, I guess, the economy. And then China's going to become our boss. But other than that, you know, we're going back to doing everything the fucking same because we're fucking pieces of shit. Now, 
so I just keep thinking that, like that. I don't. Everything else to me is like fodder. Yeah, we can't. Noise. We just can't trust it. So you know. Now this week, the Center for Disease Control released a booklet with a set of guidelines on states. And how they can reopen their businesses safely. The booklet was supposedly bullshit and not very helpful anyway, but they left out churches and spiritual centers. Oh, oops. <laughs> so now that debate's going on. How can you open businesses and places without opening places of what well, was mainly churches? I mean, it was well, spiritual and, centers, places, right. places of worship is it, it, it encompasses wherever i don't care if you go you're buddhist if you're going to you're going to meditate right whatever um the main voices that we hear on the news however of course because they're trying right. to i think fox will spin it one way and then of course cnn and msnbc and more liberal whatever will spin it another way and they're doing in my opinion they're showing just like christian of course people because they're trying to sort of be like show how like dumb they are and whatever without sort of opening up the conversation of being like temples and mosques and spiritual centers and, ashrams and, eh, and meditation yeah. centers yeah. and places that people need to go to to like you said earlier like when when you're alone if you're an addict if you're i know you just, i need a spiritual center and yeah. i need a bad yeah. and meow meow and i go and do our dorky freaking yeah. you know transcendental meditation <laughs> and we do our shit uh -huh. and are lurked together fucking you know <laughs> pray to the sun lurked together their feet <laughs> apart you know how it goes yes and just like you know yes yeah, salute the sun and it's it's sucks not being able mm -hmm. i don't want to download some hacking app in order to no. do it and it's um people need to be centered and they feel really alone and yeah and and they feel crazy and they're and yeah addicts all of the above and it's it's hard when you're looking at some dumb idiot fucking white crusty bible beater screaming about fucking getting on down for his bible and it's like, rights but, and and the whole they do have rights and right. it's not even just right it's not about rights it's That's just about needs like right somebody's people's mental health a lot of many and not you know some people's mental health is dependent on like that that touchstone every week like to not go molest people or not go <laughs> drink themselves not go right. rob their own mother or it, they go and they do it and they check in with like what matters. Right. Well, once the second you say that you can open businesses, then you need to be able to open those. And by the way, those are businesses. So open those up. Exactly. And like if you can do everything else cautiously and carefully and thoughtfully, then you can do that, too. If, if and if the CDC Universal is supposed to be so fucking awesome, even though they put out the fucking test that didn't work, why are you leaving out churches? And P.S. Universal Studios Orlando. <laughs> Is going to be opening on June 5th. So we watched, you know, uh, Dana Bash on CNN, who we do consider a personal friend because we did talk to her for like at least five minutes at CNN Town Hall. But so we like Dana. Dana, no shade, girl. You know, we like you, boo. But the thing mm -hmm. is, she went in on a, you know, an ass hat fucking Rick Bible. Rick Scott, the governor of Florida. About churches. Mm -hmm. And he is a douche. Douche. But the thing is, Universal Studios Orlando is opening up and then she talks to the Democratic like congresswoman from Florida mm -hmm. who might run as Joe Biden's like VP. Right. Lovely woman. Mm -hmm. And it's like one question about Universal Studios Orlando and that's it. And it's right. like, wait, what? Right. Why are Didn't you not breaking her over the coals? Or right. Do the, you know, that guy's not the governor anymore. He's the previous governor. Oh, excuse so, me. The yeah. Previous governor. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. And 
I just want to point out, I can't go to the dentist. And I'm sorry, everyone. And I know you don't care about my Corona mouth. But the thing is, (laughs) the fact that anyone is going to be sitting on the Harry Potter ride. Mm -hmm. And I don't just maybe Harry Potter ride is your church and you should go. You should take your kids and you should go. I'm not a hater on on understanding that people for their mental health and well-being need to get out. People are I'm sure suicide rates are up and people feel very, very isolated. So but I, too, I need to take care of my health. And I'm just like, what is the difference between Florida and California? We're both on the stupid fucking coast. In fact, you think it'd grow more there because it's so humid. We're not opening anything up. We don't even have hair cutters open yet or anything. I know. And our dentists aren't going to be open on June 5th. And they're going to people are going to be on the Harry Potter ride. It just boggles. (laughs) the mind it boggles the mind that's why i keep saying i don't understand i i i at this point like if you're a person you think is vulnerable then i guess you need to stay home if you are you have a thing you think you're if you fear getting this thing you should keep quarantining other than that, it's at this point, the hospitals need to fucking deal. They need to fucking get the wing going. <laughs> they need to open up the shit because more people are going to get it, apparently. But also, you know, it's like we're it's time to gamble and win or gamble and lose. I'm I'm, well, I know I'm ready to get on with it. I'm, I'm like, wearing a mask. I might as well take me down because I ain't going to live without going to the dentist. I, and also, like, you know, the economy is going to be is, is already bro- it's going to be destroyed. Like the world can't function. People need to work and they need to go out and they need to live. I just think you're a lot of people, a lot of people fear for themselves. People fear for their parents. And that makes a lot of sense. But it gets to the point where did you want to support them, too? Because those motherfuckers living on Social Security and there ain't going to be any there. That's what I'm saying. There's not going to be any for us. That's what I'm saying. There's not going to be anything to support these these older people. We're living in an impossible equation. So what are we supposed to do? And I would I think all I'm saying is to make to make the 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 worst of the bad choice or to make the best of the worst choices you know you just have to do for you now i don't think i don't really i don't respect the second amendment people running out with their guns being like my freedom and like we have a responsibility to each other this isn't about my personal freedom it's about all of our and society working don't really cut it but right i know they don't cut it more than dentists they don't cut it more than churches they don't cut it more than barbers. These right. are th- all things that probably help keep coronavirus away. I don't need someone's long, greasy, including my own. <laughs> I'm just including myself in that, okay? Because my witch hair uh. does get greasy. It's like, cut your hair, stay clean, keep your nails clean, yeah. keep your body clean, yeah. keep your mouth clean. Let's mm-hmm. all stay clean. It's all about washing your hands. I don't know that we need to all be like, it's Harry Potter time. But, if, right. you know, those businesses need to survive, too sure universal nbc <laughs> universal that's you bravo i'm looking at you i'm sure you guys are really 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 struggling, struggling. That you need to open up fucking universal studios orlando uh, oh yeah <laughs> it all comes back to bravo fuck you people's couch <laughs> <laughs> now speaking of money mike pence says they're working on a second stimulus package which may or may not include another stimulus check six hundred dollars per week unemployment benefits past july and more money for food stamps but we also know that Mitch McConnell doesn't want to do that. No, nor nor does Mike Pence. Yeah. So that's they're supposedly working on it. So every person that's like, I ain't got my stimulus check. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. ain't got my second <laughs> stimulus check. So people want another stimulus check. Uh-huh. And anyone who's getting, you know, that extra 600. I didn't realize that was nationwide. I thought that was just California. So that's mm. interesting. 
So anyone, Jacques and I, so <laughs> anyone who's getting that extra 600 who's already on unemployment or whatever, we found out that only lasts until like July. July 31st. Okay, so this stimulus package is supposed to go past July 31st. You know, uh, other than food stamps, I mean, I don't know. I can't really weigh in. I, I can't. Um, I know people are out of work. I know, and you lost a ton of work. So I know we're not out of work with this, but right. our side hustles are dead. We had a thriving side hustle, <laughs> yeah, you right, guys, that right. brought in money that right. we needed for laptops and podcast equipment and food and, and bills. Yeah. And kept my credit cards paid. Yeah. Just living. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. the, the side hustles are dead, dead and gone, dead and gone, dead and gone. Dead so and gone. I don't want to yeah. say anything about the stimulus check. The stimulus talk gets me gets me very uncomfortable it's what it's one of those things i think that's also damned if you do damned if you don't yeah you know what i mean it's like you need it but then it's also you're going to end up paying for it more it's it's there's no there's no there's no there's no answer (laughs) i i honestly don't think that there's the price are going to go up your taxes are going to go up your sales tax is going to go up if you don't have sales tax you're probably going to have it i don't know what places like texas and florida and nevada who don't even pay have a state tax what they're gonna do you know we'll see but yeah you're right it comes back and and you'll pay for it anyway and speaking of mitch mcconnell now it's time to talk about all the recent evil deeds of america's real president mm-hmm. in a segment called fuck you mitch mcconnell <laughs> look inside look inside your tiny mind and look a bit harder Cause we're so uninspired, so sick and tired of all the hatred you harbor. So you say it's not okay to be gay. Well, I think you're just evil. You're just some racist who can't tie my laces. Your point of view is medieval. Okay, so while everyone in America and certainly everyone in our own government has been distracted by all the health and financial bullshit surrounding the coronavirus, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Emperor McConnell, has been quietly continuing to fill up the federal courts with conservative judges, many of whom have been labeled literally unqualified to serve by the American Bar Association. And to that we say, fuck you, Mitch McConnell! For those of you who are new here or high all the time (laughs) or both. (laughs) Yeah. Mitch McConnell is the real president of the United States. He controls every decision, every piece of legislation, every bill and every new judge. He's a Republican senator from Kentucky that all the Republicans in the Senate chose to be their quote unquote leader. Real, real quick. Every state has two senators that we elect that represent our states in the Senate. And then each district in every state 
elects a, like a Congress person to represent their district. So like California has a million mm-hmm. representatives in the House of Representatives. The Senate is the big shit. It all right. lives and dies with the Senate. So just so you know, and, I, and listen, you don't know until you know, and you also then forget and then someone reminds <laughs> you because it's easy to forget. But it might the, the bills start in the House. They usually need to start in the House and then but they have to pass the Senate before they can get to Trump to sign. So the guy kills every, right. you know, even if it's just he won't even hear it. Yeah, he won't even hear he doesn't even let the Senate hear it. Right. Even if it's just if sim- something as simple as voting rights, which right. seems like why would they care? Right. Well, this is why they care. So as the Senate majority leader, he made himself an extension of the Republican National Committee Uh, which controls the Republican Party. So rather than choosing to govern for the good of the country or Kentucky or whatever the fuck, his sole purpose for everything he does is keeping Republicans in power in Washington. That's it. And probably money. That's a distant second. Right. Because he's very driven by money, but he is mostly, mostly driven by power. And he's said so. He's, yeah. you know, he has said that he wants that. That's what he wants. Yeah. And since the Republican Party is made up primarily of white people who no longer hold a majority in this country, their power is dwindling and stacking the federal courts with conservative, probably racist, certainly sexist, definitely biased judges means the Republicans and religious right will hold all the legal power in this country. That means everything from. Civil rights, gun rights, safety rights, freedom of speech, separation of church and state, consumer protection, social safety nets, and even something as simple as Miranda rights are in danger, girl. Miranda (laughs) rights, you in danger, girl. Every single right literally need as regular people with no money, regular weed, walking around the world. We have to have the right to speak truth to power, to be told that we have the right to a lawyer when we get arrested. We have the right not to get arrested if we didn't commit a fucking crime. We have the right to sue if a fucking corporation dumps in our water and gives us a disease. Yep. But all of these courts control all of that. Yep. If if. If they put these people in the courts, they control they control everything. Yep. They control the law. It's like you can people can sit and rant and rave about Trump. That's why Black Lives Matters existed, because people in their own whatever little little world they live in in their little slice of atmosphere that they live in. If they're being harassed by police, whatever's happening in their their fucking microcosm. Mm-hmm. It's happening because the fucking courts. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. And they have no rights. They don't have equal rights and they don't have the rights that they're supposed to have that are equal with other people, period. So since Trump got <laughs> in office, Mitch McConnell has pushed through over 190 federal judges to the Supreme Court, the appeals court, bankruptcy courts and district courts. Like talking about in the last segment, these companies, huge companies filed for bankruptcy. Those bankruptcy courts put that through right. and we'll say, OK, all of your debt is erased. Continue operating. <laughs> and even if it's not fair and it happens all the time, all the time, all the all the all the all the time. The Bennett Enron took people's parents entire 401k so that they had no money left. Yep. Those people did not get in trouble. Right. They didn't go to jail. Right. These are the courts that did that. These are the courts that did that. They didn't send those people from Enron to jail after robbing people like Bernie Madoff. These judges have tenure for life. They decide when they retire. And Mitch McConnell has stacked the courts at such speed, meow, meow, that there's no openings left. Mm -hmm. And right now, yes, right now, during COVID, 
he has been contacting conservative judges of a certain age and asking them to step down before November so they have time to replace them with a judge from their roster. <sighs> it's next level. It's Darth Vader. It's 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 beyond. The f- it's beyond. And the fact that everyone isn't in an uprising about this is horrifying. They don't know. And to think that this that Mitch McConnell, the senator from Kentucky, I mean ultimately he's a, he is a senator from Kentucky. With he's the lowest focusing, approval rating of any senator ever. And by the way, Amy McGrath is running against him. And if you live in Kentucky or know anyone that lives there, make sure you tell all of your friends to vote Amy McGrath, Amy McGrath, Amy McGrath. She was a fighter pilot. She's married to a man. I don't know what. But I'm just <laughs> saying she's you got she's a Democrat. I mean, you got it. You got it. Now, he's been pushing through also the when there were vacancies, he's pushed through every disgusting, <laughs> despicable, conservative piece of shit that there is. Um, so they pick the these planet. judges from a roster. What is it, Mimi? From the Federalist Society. So the Federalist Society is a group of conservative and libertarian lawyers and, ju- you know, all legal people, but academics as well. But it's kind of like a super PAC or a PAC in the way where it'll be like bringing America's values back or whatever PAC. It's a it's a group of like minded people who have who have put together this roster right but they're pretending that society is pretending to be a group of legal people who stand by the federalist idea what with the federalists you know like alexander hamilton and whatever when they amended the constitution blah blah blah. like they're about they're all about the constitution that's just all they're about is the constitution only the constitution but they're usually racist and liars and conservatives and gross. And it's a well, lie. All of and these packs and groups have misleading names yeah. like trying to keep America fair or something right. like that. And you're like, wait, what? Right. Giving right. everyone rights. And right. it's like, that's not what you stand for. Like and freedom. Th- right. And the thing is that if you just boil it down, if Miranda rights didn't get you or bankruptcy or your your rights when you go to, to jail or even if you have a small business and you need to sue you know, a bigger company because of copyright infringement or anything that gives you as a someone, as a consumer, as a as a citizen with very few rights, particularly against big, you know, mm-hmm. corporations with a ton of money or just rich people. Just boil it down to your right to choose to get an abortion like that is the most black and white issue where with enough of these people in these courts that will go away. It's a fundamental, honestly, a fundamental right that many of us, including most importantly me, take for granted. I think it's a stupid, you know, dog whistle. I always have. To, I'm going to try to sound like I'm like a pundit now. <laughs> it's a dog whistle to the base. Look, both bases. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's a, a non bipartisan, partisan, binary, non binary dog whistle to both bases. It's, and we're not having it. It's roadkill to the base. It's fresh meat. <laughs> it's 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 chum in the water to the base. I always thought just like, who cares? It's fucking not a real issue. Issue. But when you start looking at how conservative these people are and these judges all have that in common where they say I will overturn Roe versus Wade and or I will overturn the Affordable Care Act. That's the two major things, Affordable Care Act and Roe versus Wade that they want to get rid of. So now the thing that that popped up in the news is that the new dude on the scene now they've already got past some assistant of Brett Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh. It was the date rapist, gangbang rapist that um, they put in, on the Supreme Court. He's a whiny. He can gangbang rape all he wants. So the fucking cows come home. Christine Blasey, Jazzy Ford. His fucking uh, face and his voice uh, were a no for me. Yeah. And if I yeah. was in on the Senate, 
I'd be like, I'm not going to ask any questions because your face and your voice are a hard no. So his old assistant or aide. His clerk. So he had a clerk. This guy, this new, this young Justin Walker, uh, who Mitch McConnell is in love with. He's a Kentuckian and he is in love with this guy. He's 37, conservative. And in 2012, he said in writing that he thought that the Affordable Care Act, that upholding the ruling for the Affordable Care Act was indefensible. So cut to fast forward. Now he's in a hearing with fucking Amy Klobuchar and the Senate and everyone. And they're like, bro, why would you are completely not you're on your bot. You're completely biased. How could we possibly put you on a how could we vote for you to be on a court as a judge? You you're literally saying you think the Affordable Care Act is in def- like you would vote against it. We can't have you on here. Right. And he's like. Oh no! Well, I said that in the, in in not as a judge. I said that as a person being an as an academic. I'm like, you said it as a person, not as a judge. You're a judge. Yeah, you walk around as you a judge. Fuck face. You're such a fuck. He also is like, he's just he's he's very conservative. Loves Mitch McConnell and that whole situation. It's just like that's what we're dealing with. Th- well, this. the man has tried. 12 cases i think you 12 said. total and the the so the american bar association which is every lawyer or every student that graduates law school has to take the bar um which is supposedly crazy hard right as we know craig from southern charm never took it <laughs> lied and pretended that he did right and that association has like a bipartisan group that I guess we'll look at judge, you know, people that are trying to be a judge and be like, you're qualified or you're not qualified based on experience, just like anything else. Right. You're qualified to be in the Olympics. You're qualified to fucking fix a car, whatever it is. Right. And they they have a bunch of these judges, like we said before, that they've that McConnell has pushed through are have been deemed unqualified. They literally say unqualified. Yeah. And particularly this guy. Absolutely. Like disgustingly unqualified to the point of just like (laughs) wow and this guy's gonna go on the court of appeals now the court of appeals like it is just one of the most lauded important courts it's just under the supreme court it's where where your rights live and die you can always go and you know as we know adnan syed man it's all about the appeals right you can always go and get convicted or lose your your civil suit or whatever, 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 but you always have a chance to take it to the appellate court and appeal. And it's just, it's an institution that like, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg served on it. The guy's 37. I'm right. sorry. He uh, just done 12 cases. 12. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, ma'am? You can't find anyone else. No. Well, his other golden child is Corey Wilson and he they're putting they want to put him on the fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. So a, a, appellate court. Yeah. This motherfucker is even more conservative. They have him quoting him saying that Barack Obama, he called him King Barack, petty and small, a fit throwing teenager, the anointed one, a radical leftist like about Barack Obama. OK. And he's a judge. He then went on to say that he would reverse Roe versus Wade. He voted to ban abortions after six weeks of pregnancy. He voted to defund Planned Parenthood. Like, this is somebody that you want on the fucking appellate court? This guy is fucking disgusting. So uh, during Obama's presidency, and that's going to be eight years, not four, Trump's, Trump's already done 190 in, in three and a half, so or nearly four Obama in in eight years did 185. Mm. So of his 185 potential nominees, 14 
were rated by the American Bar Association as not qualified. Okay. He never nominated those 14. Mm. But never in the history of the country has a judge been nominated to um, the Court of Appeals that has been given a rating of not qualified by the American Bar Association. Only Mitch McConnell. I swear to God, they would just they would put anyone who's just conservative. Yeah, though clearly, clearly, with not even a law degree. <sighs> we couldn't be more done with Mitch McConnell, which is perfect timing because guess what time it is now, oh my man? God, it's man. my favorite time. It's Megan McCain o'clock. Wedding, Denise. This segment used to be called Megan McCain Bugs, but just in case hell freezes over and she lowers her herself enough to ever agree to come on this podcast, we changed the name to Megan McCain O'Clock. Now, we actually think it's more fitting because there's never a time when she doesn't bug, hence Megan McCain O'Clock. For those of you who don't know who Megan McCain is, lucky you. She's the daughter of the very famous and now deceased John McCain. You know what? Happy Memorial Day, John McCain. Mm -hmm. We'll pour one out for you tonight. Mm -hmm. Love to memorialize him. Mm -hmm. He was a Republican senator from Arizona who ran against Obama in 2012. For no other reason than her father. My father. She is now a regular co-host on The View, and she regularly <laughs> bugs everyone every day with her conservative Arizona white privilege nepotistic bullshit. <laughs> that said... She's a huge fan of Bravo, and if I found out that she liked us on the People's Couch or Vanderpump, I'd be her friend in two <laughs> seconds and defend her until the end. Now, the segment used to be called Megan McCain Bugs, and she does. But also, may I point out, the view bugs, Whoopi bugs, Sarah Haynes bugs, <laughs> the guest bug, the segments bug, the format bugs, the incessant birthday celebrations bug, the whole show is just generally annoying and unsatisfying, especially now, while they are doing it remotely from their living rooms and talking about nothing but Corona. That said, we haven't missed an episode during COVID-20. We watched The View, I want you guys to know, every single fucking day and feel low-key anxiety when it's over, which is why Julie then proceeds to spend the rest of her day checking in on Megan McCain's Twitter so she never has to lose that connection. And then she calls me and updates me if there's anything good on her Twitter, a.k.a. annoying, which there always is because Megan McCain bugs. And then when it's especially good, a.k.a. annoying, we know that it's Megan McCain o'clock and time to fill you guys in. So take it away, ma'am, ma'am. Okay. So basically, I went on Twitter to check on our girl. Oh, wait. And let's not, let, lest anyone has missed this podcast or forgotten, we did find out during Corona, Corona V, that Megan McCann is fucking pregs, okay? Yes. And we found out live on the Patreon, <laughs> and it has become really a historic episode for us because it was right in quarantine. Yeah. Yep. And the level of the perfect <sighs> dwash to get mm -hmm. stuck inside, to mm -hmm. not be able to thirst bucket the world mm -hmm. with the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. It was as if a gift was given. Yes. A gift yes. was given, and yes. it's called Megan McCain is Pregnant. So you must know all of the self-righteousness <laughs> and buggery mm -hmm. has gone up to uh, uh, a number that doesn't exist. It's just infinity. A number that doesn't <laughs> exist. So 
Here's what she said, and I didn't know what she was talking about, so let's just start here. I'm not sure I'm going to ever be able to buy a crib or baby clothes for my first child in a store. Most of my (laughs) friends are jobless, petrified, and dealing with depression. And Janice Dean lost both her mother and father-in-law to COVID within a week of each other. This is hilarious, guys. Now, from the view, we know that uh, Megan McCain has a problem with Chris Cuomo. She had been kind of throwing shade at Chris Cuomo here and, and there. And Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York. She has a problem. You know, the Cuomos are also a political family. I think she feels threatened by them. They're, she's a political family. They're a political family. Yeah. Her, the uh, Mario Cuomo, the Andrew Cuomo, the Cuomos are governors and big in the state. Plus she lives in New York, so she acts like she has some special right. fucking thing to say. Right. As if whatever they do affects her personally. It's right. like, I saw Mayor de Blasio walking down the street. How dare he? While I'm stuck at home with my first child inside of my womb or whatever like okay so i just want to play this clip of her which gives you a little background of kind of the Uh, we shouldn't have megan mechanic clock without hearing her voice exactly this is this week from the view yeah i echo everything all all you ladies have said about the white house being dangerous there's a lot of hypocrisy on the sense that to go near the president you have to actually take a covid test and they have access to tests that give you results within minutes and clearly the social distancing guidelines that they were enacting, whatever they were, haven't been effective. And I know we've all seen and talked about the women of the White House look like they have professional hair and makeup done, as do a lot of women who are all over different networks. Look, when you have, I I would say this is a problem with the elites running the country. And when I say that, I mean people in the media, all politicians, Um, I mean, not all of them, but a a swath of politicians. I think when you have someone like Chris Cuomo, who is the brother of Governor Andrew Cuomo, who actively has the coronavirus and then goes out in public and gets in a tiff with his neighbor and it ends up all over the Internet when you aren't socially distancing and staying quarantining, that's a problem. And I've said this for for days now. We have to practice what we preach. And I think it's exhausting for I'm going to speak for myself, but I'm going to include the three of you as well. We have all been very responsible and diligent in every way. And you can just look at the way we look on TV, which we're apparently being slammed for not looking our absolute best. But do you know why we're not looking our best? You look the because same, all of us bitch. Are being you responsible look the same. Americans no and staying at home. Them. We're not getting our no hair and makeup person. done. We're not going out and getting our professional clothing done as usual. And I think usual. the idea that there's a different standard for people in the White House or for people on TV or for people holding office than there is for the average American is part of the reason like why there is like this outbreak in the White in the House. House. <laughs> because as that gentleman said on the clip you showed, he thinks it's his patriotic patriotic duty. Well, if your patriotic duty is to go into the White House and possibly infect the entire White House, if you think you could possibly have COVID, that's not going to do anybody any good either if we have the president and his entire staff infected with COVID. So I just wish there would be the same standard for everyone across the board. And there isn't. Look, I know I'm going on a little tangent, but one final thing. There was a picture over the weekend that went viral of a United flight that was completely packed with people. Obviously not social distancing. The flight was completely full. Now, if you are allowed to stay on a flight like that, packed like tuna in a can, but you can't go to church, no wonder Americans are freaking out right now. So apparently, if I want to see my family or any of you, the four of us should just book a seat on United and sit next to each other, and then maybe I'll get to see Sunny Joy and Whoopi this week. Okay. Um, well, I will I say, say that that, that, that United flight, I believe, hold on, I think <laughs> that like Danny. the United flight yeah. was all doctors who had been here for a while on their way home and one of the doctors was upset because he felt like maybe there should have been fewer people on that flight but that will say they were all wearing masks and stuff but your point is well taken 
uh, Megan. Joy, you were about to say something? Thank you, Whoopi. I, I believe that Andrew, I think that Chris Cuomo, when he had that argument with his neighbor, was, was on his property. He was home. I believe. Check well, it out. I mean, I, okay. he inter- I don't, I mean, I just know what I, I don't care. He interacted with his neighbor enough for him to be angry enough to go all over media complaining about it. And I just media. think my understanding is if you have the COVID virus, you should stay inside. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, he was outside in front well, of his own. Well, you know, your point is taken, though. We all, we all, we all get the point. Okay, we, we get the point, Megan. Yeah, bug. Just, I just have to, exactly. And your two major points that you're offended by being people packed on a plane like tuna, where Whoopi, which you saw on Twitter, which Whoopi then goes, "Okay, that was all doctors who needed to go on home that were needing to get on home and have been subjected and forced to be around the coronavirus every second of right. every day." Number two. The other point about Chris Cuomo getting in a fight with his neighbor, and we know Chris Cuomo has been thirst bucketing around with his corona in his goddamn basement. (laughs) Uh Well, and then Joy's like, no, but no. Yeah, and Joy's like, yeah, but he was still in his house. Like, he didn't, you know, never went Every piece of information she had where she's trying to read people was from Twitter. And also wasn't completely correct. Wasn't right. It wasn't really like, yeah, but... All I'm saying is that he should, if you have corona or COVID, the, you should have to stay inside. He was on his property. He actually didn't. Yeah. Didn't what do you want him property. to be? And maybe his neighbor was fucking, fucking throwing corona rocks over his. <laughs> Who knows? And by the way, get off Twitter, you goddamn recreational <laughs> outrage. Outrage as recreation. Yeah. You fucking like she lives to sit there with her and fucking do her self sonograms yeah. and look at Twitter yeah. and get pissed at fucking other people in the media that are not Republican. Right. Now. You can get into a rabbit hole. I suggest you do. It's 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 a fucking good pleasure. So that was just to illustrate her. She can't. Chris Cuomo could fucking crucify himself right. on the front lawn, it's, and it would be not on Easter, and she'd have a problem with it. So, ma'am, so, read her tweet again, okay. so we can get okay before you play the okay. clip. She's because she's referring to a clip in her tweet. Now we've got the taste of Megan right on the tongue. <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to ever be able to buy a crib or baby clothes for my first child in a store. (laughs) Most of my friends are jobless, petrified, and dealing with depression. And Janice Dean lost both her mother and father-in-law to COVID within a week of each other. This is hilarious, guys. Okay. So this is in response to a clip from Chris Cuomo's show on CNN. He's also a friend. He also personal friend. He personal friend. He interviewed, basically interviewed Julie (laughs) on the CNN LGBTQ town hall. So, I mean, you know what I mean? I felt bad because I said we didn't know anyone with Corona, but actually we knew Chris because Chris interviewed you, you know, that's right. I feel like we know the whole Cuomo family. (laughs) I mean, so definitely everyone at CNN. Oh, for sure. For sure. Now, I love when they totally like ignored our last email. (laughs) So he's interviewing his brother, Andrew Cuomo, who's the governor of New York. So. He's got the brother on and he's and he has the him. The brother as governor has been on a couple times and he's been, you know, as we know, Andrew Cuomo is like took over coronavirus live. Everybody thinks he's like right. the greatest leader because he gives these great press conferences, gives all the information. He's he's humble. He's fucking vulnerable. He's whatever. Blah, blah, blah. He did run into a little problem. This he's made a couple month. missteps, he's made you a know, couple missteps, you know, and I don't know if in this entire show they talked about this i don't know that so i don't i haven't watched this full show yet however they ad nauseum they talk to andrew cuomo and that andrew cuomo talks about every fucking detail of coronavirus is 
It's documented. It, it, it's, okay. It's clear. It's documented. He does a press conference every day. It's documented. So, okay. And he's having to, and one of the mistakes that he made, he is having to respond about it. But in this particular clip, they're not talking about it. So basically in this clip that I'm going to play, they're clearly having a regular, Chris Cuomo is having a conversation with him about testing and that Chris Cuomo has had Corona, Andrew Cuomo has not, and he has to get tested for it. But Chris Cuomo is saying people are, some people are scared to get tested. They think it's going to hurt. It's some kind of weird thing. And Andrew Cuomo went on one of his fucking coronavirus live conferences right and got tested right there live so he could show everyone there's nothing to it it's fine don't worry about it so now within that there chris cuomo is doing a little brotherly haha moment yeah so he's basically you told me when you called me you basically were just like he goes this is the normal swab that they (laughs) use on normal people but you know i was told by you know basically the new york health academy that for your giant humongous nose they had to use this swab and then he pulls out a huge prop (laughs) a huge giant prop q-tip you won't be able to see it in the clip but already obviously we're here for that here for it here for it telling the governor of new york he has a huge nose and then pulling out, is this the, and this pulling is the Q-tip they prop, used on you? Yeah. And he's blushing. Andrew Cuomo is blushing and trying not to laugh. His face turns beet red. And they are. And when I tell you, Julie was on <laughs> the ground. She lost her life. She lost her lifestyle mm-hmm. and lost mm-hmm. her life mm-hmm. three times and mm-hmm. had to be reanimated and reincarnated. Okay. Because the shit is fucking like SNL, eat your heart out, okay? Because this is the funniest thing I've seen in coronavirus, period. The funniest thing I've seen in coronavirus, period. And also the most, like, it also, I almost cried. Yeah. I almost cried because I felt it was, I, it was, I was overcome with every fucking, like, emotion. The love. And all of it. Seeing love. Yeah, and all real of it. authenticity. <laughs> yes, and yes. brothers. Oh and men God. who love each other, oh. but they're men. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Vulnerability. All of it. And, and. And we, if you can't joke about this shit, go kill yourself. You I'm sorry. And go kill yourself. Kill yourself for real. Okay, so let me play this for you, okay? And don't forget, she can't buy clothes for her baby in a store. I'm glad you guys are having so much fun. Exactly. My baby won't. I have to buy my, my baby's child. crib from Amazon. My child will not be bought things from out in the world. I'll have to buy things from online with my hordes of money. But thanks for having fun. How dare you laugh I one hope time. my kid's brother and him don't ever have fun together ever again. You had video come out before we go to break where you wanted to encourage people to get tested and some people are afraid it's going to hurt. So you had video of it that I want to show the audience of you actually getting tested. Um, here it is. There's you. You were kind of funny. And, and they were testing you. Um, now... A few questions about this process. First of all, mm-hmm. is it true that when you were having the test administered, you inhaled and the doctor's <laughs> finger went all the way up your nose and got stuck and had to be released with a tool? Is that true? Just to, just to deal no, with the record. She, com- she, she wanted to <laughs> comment that laughing. I have a little button nose and she was afraid that the swab would actually hurt because it... It extended my uh, nasal cavity. The proboscis uh, issue. Speaking about the delicacy of, of, the, of the nose. And that's what, you know what, I understand. This is the normal swab I'm holding up here now and for everybody at home. A very valuable object. There's only one company in the entire country that makes these up in Maine. All right, here's the swab. Is it true that this 
was the swab <laughs> that the nurse was actually using on you. <laughs> and that at first it went into your nose and disappeared so that in scale, this was the actual swab that was being used to fit up that double barrel shotgun that you have mounted on the front of your pretty face. You guys, he's red and laughing. He's trying not to laugh right here. He's trying to just talk. See, I said I was going to be nice and sweet. I just want to yes, no. And was, I was it trying. this? I was trying. Or was it this? Very hard. Look. Which was it? <laughs> you know. Oh, I love it. You guys, please, oh, please Google God. it. Go on Twitter. Go find Megan. Uh, go find Megan McCain's Twitter and find it because watching it in person uh, is so much funnier than just hearing it because God. you can't believe Andrew Cuomo who is basically like at the Ugh. president at this point with how don't much you want to see it's like and don't you want to see them be human don't you want to see your governor laughing and being a human being don't you want to see even the guy on the news be a human fucking being and it's like this asshole there were so many tweets that were like this is the state of journalism pathetic how dare they when thousands of people are dying and all this Bullshit. Kill yourself. Kill yourself. Janice Dean is like a fucking weather lady or some uh, on bullshit. Fox. She's on Fox and Friends. Megan McCain needs to talk about how her in-laws, because another thing she needs to do is virtue signal. Like, I care so much for everyone else's pain. I'm sorry what you're going through, Janice. Janice Dean wants to tweet ad nauseum, too. Like, I wrote this. They're not just statistics on a curve. And New York and Andrew Cuomo's policies of forcing COVID recovering patients into assisted living homes played a role in their deaths. Her, her parents-in-laws were in nursing homes. And by the way, Janice Dean, why are your parents-in-laws in a nursing home? You're rich. They should be assisted living, maybe somewhere where someone's coming to visit them or live with you. Right. Why do you hate... Here's what I would say. To this, this, is what, this is the game we're playing now. Why do you hate your parents so much that they live in a nursing home? You're disgusting and a terrible daughter. Pathetic. Exactly. It's beyond... It's beyond... It's beyond. Beyond. And, you know... I just need to take it back to I won't be able to buy clothes or crib for my firstborn child. You were at my wedding, Denise. I mean, that's the level we're at right there. Now it's time for So There's That. All right, so this is the part of the show where Julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the giant zombie pandemic nightmare that we are all living in right now. She's always hated doing it, but it goes without saying that it's been beyond hard for her in COVID-20. We all appreciate it, though, and any little sliver of hope that this segment has brought us from people adopting rescue animals to factory farms shutting down has been very helpful, despite Julie's seething rage and resentment about having to do it. So tell us, Meow Meow, what is your so there's that moment for this week? I am so fucking over coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. I hate the segment and I hate coronavirus. <laughs> now you're over. So there's that. Uh, yeah, exactly. I know that everyone's over coronavirus. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm not saying something that's, you know what I mean? Except, of course, for the ambulance chasing Corona thirst buckets who can't get enough of this shit. 
And while most of us are thrown into an anxiety depression and stress pigging out about how the fuck we're going to make money, get work, find work, keep work, work, money, work, work. And then, of course, the existentialness of it all. It's too mind crushing to handle for one second. Don't even think about the one million pigs being murdered for no reason. Look it up. One million pigs are going to be euthanized because there's no meatpacking plants that can handle them. We are disgusting. We should all be dead. The utter waste and death and disrespect is astounding, and I can only mainline on the opioid epidemic to make it through. And that's been fun. That has actually been okay. Now, with that said, one of the things... It's hard to get them, though, right now. During Corona, it's it's harder than normal. It's so annoying. One of the things giving me comfort during my self-obese quarantine is watching TV, movies, stuff such as... Well, I know not everyone can afford or cares to subscribe to any number of the now overwhelming amount of streaming services. I don't. (laughs) Exactly. And I won't be surprised when the new Corona channel launches and it's going to be bite-sized bingeable watches on our favorite topic. And don't worry, they'll start out paying you to subscribe. But by the end of the year, you'll be paying for it, even when you cancel it. And you will cancel it and you'll continue to pay triple or (laughs) it will never end. See what I did? (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't mean to bring up something that possibly not everyone will be able to watch, but it really just is a tiny rainbow bright. What is this on Disney Plus? Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It just has to be said because there's literally nothing else. Well, it'll probably be put on YouTube soon or something. Exactly. And it's just a tiny rainbow bright in this river of shit we're all now in. And even if you can't watch it, you'll be happy it exists. So on Disney Plus, which I'm obsessed with, they've launched a series of Pixar shorts and yesterday premiered their newest short called Out. An actual Disney goddamn cartoon about coming out. I'm floored. I'm floored. I'm floored. Basically, the story is a gay guy couple. Mixed race even. Okay. Come on, Disney. Let's get modern. So the bearded one's parents come to visit. He isn't out to his parents. However, he pushes out his politically correct. Make sure to reflect more than just whiteness, please. And our gay story boyfriend out the door and go hide for a while while he deals with his parents. But wait, there's magic, too. The gay couple has a dog who is gifted with gay magic from a gay magic dog and cat fairy. The power is Freaky Friday. Gay guy becomes dog. Dog becomes gay guy. Homosexual family friendly teaching moments of feelings and trust are born. Ultimately, he's able to come out and everyone lives happily ever after. It's pretty cute and lovely and very nice to watch. And right now. And by the way, she stopped in the middle of everything we were doing (laughs) to go ahead and watch it. Now, right now, seeing a cartoon coming out story was really the little teaspoon of sugar I needed. It doesn't hurt, of course, to be able to then roll right into Maleficent 1 and 2, Sleeping Beauty, National Treasure 1 and 2, and every Pirates of the Caribbean movie. And if I may say, they're all gay in their own way, just not so blatant. I was happy to see that Pixar is being given attention for this, too. And the only reason I know it exists is because I saw it on CNN. And I think it's great that Pixar and Disney made a story that they know kids are going to watch about a gay couple coming out. And it's just fine. You saw it on CNN.com. Right. Okay. It had gay jokes and references and, and, and the men kiss. It's cute and simple and touching. When you read headline after headline after headline on Corona and Trump and China and meatpacking plants and Ryan Seacrest having a stroke... I just couldn't resist. And if you have Disney Plus, you should stop and watch it. And if you don't, go online and just watch a cartoon. Take your mind off this shit and transport yourself and feed yourself the mind candy that it will provide. I know this isn't some political turning point, but it's a small moment in the day to get the fuck away from the coronavirus. And it's also nice to see a company doing something that isn't self-congratulating themselves on what heroes they are and what they're doing in response to coronavirus. So thank you, Pixar. And I hope to see a couple of medieval bull daggers in space surrounded by kittens who go around putting wings on pigs in order for them to fly. So there's that. Freedom. 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 
that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Pandemic Politics. Thank you guys for listening. We love you all so much. And we are so grateful for all 14 of you, especially now. Please consider joining our Patreon podcast if you haven't yet. It's $1 for one podcast a week and $2 for two podcasts a week. They're both an hour and lately they've been a hot fucking mess because we're in L.A. And that means we still are not allowed to leave the fucking house. But hey, there's no politics, no ads, no Trump, no structure, no stress. And best of all, no pressure to join the Patreon. If nothing else. You'll be distracted from your own life thinking how annoying and insufferable we are. <laughs> Just go to www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics to sign up. And if you're still on the fence when you get there, scroll down to the episode from September 11th. It's unlocked and free for you to try out. There's also an unlocked one from earlier in 2019 called No Shirts Off in My Class, Sir, Please. <laughs> if you feel like you need to hear another free one before you take the leap. But you might as well give it a try. We're never going to stop bugging. And once you join, you'll never again have to wonder what it's like to be part of the dumb gay pandemic known as our Patreon. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay. It's been pandemic and it's been dumb. <sighs> Corona, Corona. <laughs> Coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Coronavirus. <laughs> Shit is getting real. <laughs> Shit is getting real. I love her. How'd you do, I? See, you've met my faithful handyman. He's just a little broad dime because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover I'm not much of a man By the light of day But by night I'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme Maybe Play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty groovy. Or if you want something visual, that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual. Transylvania <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite. 
from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm just a sweet transvestite. So, come up to the lab and see what's on the slab. I see you shiver with anticipation. But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. 